0: Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners with your hosts, Sandy Barardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandro.
1: The weekly gathering place for over one million freedom-loving gun owners, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it.
2: How apropos, tomorrow I'll be going to Trenton to testify before the Senate for six or seven anti-gun bills, the ones we testified against uh, in the House. Mm. And this morning Steve Elber dropped me off this gift, Sandy. <clears throat> it's a coffee mug. It's the disappearing civil liberties mug. <laughs> and really it has like the that. it cool. has the 10 amendments on it. And in full detail, and when you pour hot beverages in it, they, they disappear. disappear. <laughs> That's so, like
1: New Jersey, right? Is it made in New Jersey or made in California?
2: No, you know where it's made already.
1: Yeah. <laughs> let me see. Welcome back, by the way. Made from, in
2: China. Uh, California. Who was in California? You were. I was on the left coast, and let me tell you something. I landed, Patty and I landed in L.A., and then we drove 41 miles, which only takes two hours on the LAX, on the 405 from LAX, That's by the way. All, yep. Yeah, to go 41 miles took two you could, hours. You could walk. Oh, yeah. We stayed in uh, Simi Valley, which is the 18th most conservative city in the United States. Wow. And it happens to be where Ronald Reagan's from. And uh, Ronald Reagan's uh, Presidential Library and Museum is there. And then a few miles away is the Reagan Ranch that you can visit. And then about an hour south past LA. Is the Richard Nixon uh, Presidential Library and Museum? So we visited both of them, and uh, staying in Simi Valley was was wonderful because it's so conservative, and you know we had a good time. But when you go to L.A., I, different world. Uh, yeah, I identified sixty-four of the eighty-one genders. <laughs> That's very nice. And I well, wanted the, to go, You see,
1: you you've been away for a week. It's one hundred and fifty-three uh, now. So
2: I wanted to go do the Trump crotch cup on people to <laughs> see if they were male or female but Patty told me she I would, probably shouldn't. Yeah, she wasn't it. buying it. Yeah. But we went we went to dinner in Malibu. We sat on the beach and then we went to dinner at Malibu. And this is hysterical. There was two couples at the table next to us. And from what I surmised it was two guys identifying as women and two women identifying as guys. And they were dating the opposite sex of each other. And I was like, boy, wouldn't it just a been waste. easier yeah. if everybody just kind of stayed in their own wheelhouse? Um, you know, That's I don't true. know. I, I don't know. It just it, it blew me away. But you see the nanny state everywhere you go. Okay. There's warning signs everywhere. Uh, per California law, car- coffee may be carcinogenic, so all the Starbucks and coffee shops and diners have warnings about coffee.
1: Until it's not, you know. But only it's only carcinogenic in California. Correct. So if you go to Nevada and drink coffee, well, you're it fine. says it may be carcinogenic yeah, in so the state of California. Just in case, we're going to let you know.
2: Every bar and restaurant that serves alcohol has huge signs about the side effects of alcohol. Big black and white signs that ruin the ambiance of the place. <laughs> you know, I'm a marketing guy. Uh,
1: (laughs) But the the law says you have to post them.
2: Yes. Good luck trying to get runny eggs, okay, because the salmonella and stuff, you can't have that. Can't
1: have a rare burger, either.
2: Can't have a rare burger. And it's funny because by the third day, we noticed we weren't getting straws. I drink unsweetened iced tea or water. So we went to a restaurant, and Patty got a margarita and had salt on the rim, and so she asked the waiter for a straw, and uh, he reluctantly came back with a straw, and i I didn't know this, a lot of people don't know this, but in California it's illegal for a server to offer a straw unless the customer asks for it. first fine is a hundred dollars, <laughs> second fine is a hundred dollars third fine is a thousand dollars and up to thirty days in
1: prison for the server <laughs> thirty days in prison for the server, but you could if you're uh not an undocumented alien, you could probably kill somebody and not uh, go to jail for thirty days
2: yeah, and you know it's it's funny because uh when you go buy something, it's $0.10 cent for a bag. you got to pay for. You got to pay for bags. So Did
1: they outlaw... I know in San Francisco... Oh, you weren't up in San Francisco. No, right. thank God. <laughs> they outlawed uh, plastic bags, and so now there's human feces all over the street, because the homeless people used to use those as toilets, oh. but now they just, you know... They used to bag up the, their shit bags. On the street, yeah.
2: So... There's backlash going on right now. There's at least 16 cities that are not going to abide by the governor, Jerry Brown, and the uh, attorney general, Javier Becerra's uh, sanctuary uh, state. Yeah. Uh, they're, They're not doing it. They're going to work with ICE. So there's going to be a big backlash. But... It's just like New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen. Once you leave the liberal cities that are owned by, uh, you know, the plantation Democrats for the past 150 years. I like that phrase. Yes. Once you leave uh, those areas, the people tend to be uh, center, center-right, or even hard-right. All around Simi Valley, I saw NRA stickers on cars. Wow, that's amazing. California. Uh, yeah, you pretty much can't smoke anywhere. Okay, you can't smoke anywhere within 50 feet of Even a building like or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you're not smoking a cigar outside. You better, uh, you better find a yard with a high fence with some kind of vacuum device or something, because they'll find you. Wow. Uh, traffic was tremendous. When we left on Tuesday morning, we had to go 41 miles from Simi Valley to LAX. It took two and a half hours. <laughs> two and a half hours to go 41 miles. We got to our gate to board our flight, JetBlue, uh, 15 minutes before boarding. You know, and that's not me. Like I don't, no, you know, no. I'm, I'm OCD. We're gay. always,
1: yeah, we yeah, we're the hours.
2: Ahead. Yes, but everybody we talk to um, seem to be non-crazy. But that was outside of L.A. But uh, the, I highly recommend if anybody's listening to this show, if you're a historian, the Reagan Presidential Library, the Reagan Ranch and the nixon presidential library it's amazing that california the most liberal crazy state had two presidents and they were both republicans yeah right you know it's crazy when you think about it and there was an interview from 1975 after reagan was governor and he was running first time in 76 against ford in the primary and he lost and uh, mike wallace said uh, why did you leave the Democratic Party because Reagan was a Democrat when he was right. younger, sure. and Reagan's response was, "I didn't leave the Democratic Party; the Democratic Party left me." Yeah, and basically because it way, went way too left.
1: And wh- where is it now? It's so far left, it's off the it's it, off the chart. It's shore. crazy. Yeah. The Reagan Museum
2: has a Boeing seven o seven inside the building. It's Air Force One. How cool is that? Reagan put 600,000 miles on that jet in eight years. His helicopter, Marine One, is in there. But they have uh, Air Force One in there, and they have a platform. And you, from the second floor, you walk into the nose of the plane, the cockpit, and you walk all the way through the back. And they have docents. They have volunteers that explain everything to you, where Reagan sat, where he worked, where the Secret Service sat, how it worked, how they prepared meals and everything. It's really, really cool. A lot of uh, visual stuff. You know, Reagan was uh, quite witty. Obviously, he cut his teeth in acting, and that helped him uh, to be able to uh, communicate uh, with the citizens, where that was something Nixon didn't have. Nixon was more of a bookworm. Yes. And an introvert. He right. hated being in front of people. But Nixon was smart, you know, graduated third in his class in college, second in his class in law school. I mean, he was he was military. Uh, um, uh, he was in the Navy commander. So uh, but the Nixon library was really cool. You get to go into his recreation of his Oval Office, the original desk and everything. Reagan's uh, desk is a recreation. It's not the original desk because that's the uh, the famous resolute desk, uh, which yeah. is still in the White House today. I'm surprised
1: uh, that Obama didn't take it out in the back and chop it up.
2: It's pretty soon. Well, they would have put a glass. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but the, the both of the museums and libraries are the first I've ever been to, you know, and Roosevelt's is right here in Hyde Park, FDR. Yeah. Uh, I haven't gone to see it, but I learned a lot and, uh, uh, I highly recommend it to anybody. The trip to California, the food was good if you like avocados, if you like artichokes, it's definitely the way to go. Anybody listening that's vegetarian or vegan, they do not treat you like the red-headed stepchild in California. Every restaurant has a separate menu. Mm. Okay, which is really really cool. Like, you know, so you don't feel like you're, you know, there's two items on the menu. Yeah, that's you. you can eat, yeah, man. me I'll eat anything, but I thought it was I thought it was interesting. So check out the two presidential libraries.
0: I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise and although Katie is only 5 feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her 6 foot 4, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. Lipstick Bodyguard. fear no evil. That, Get mm. yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage.
2: And this segment is brought to you by Liberty Office Suites. LibertyOfficeSuites.com excuse me, Ron Sousa has two places, one on Changebridge Road in Montville and one on New Road in Parsippany. For as little as $58 a month, you can have a professional environment. He also has a meeting room that holds up to 70 people. Check out com. So, you can't think it can get any worse. We have a Pennsylvania school district arming teachers with rocks, teachers and students with buckets of rocks, river stones, mm-hmm. big rocks. Now we have Mill Creek... Milk Creek Township School District in Pennsylvania giving mini Louisville slugger bats to the teachers.
1: Well, that's good in case a little miniature 12 inch Nolan Ryan ever shows up to, you know. Shoot I up mean,
2: listen, I like the effort. We've been talking for seven years of rushing the nut. Right. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. And I'd rather rush the nut with a mini baseball but I'd bat. But r- I'd
1: rather give every one of the students a little mini baseball bat. Right. Right. I have an idea. Why not give the
2: students. Full size baseball bat. Right, exactly. If you rush the nut from behind with a full size baseball bat, you're yeah. gonna crack that yeah. noggin. Absolutely. And you're gonna win the fight. Right. If you hit him in the head with that and if you don't have a lot of upper body strength or momentum, you know you a glancing blow gonna you're gonna, piss, gonna piss, him piss him off, they're gonna turn around and they're gonna kill you. Yeah. So if you're gonna if we're gonna be ridiculous, let's not be so ridiculous is what i say so uh maybe we should give them full size baseball bats yeah, give nice every aluminum teacher baseball yeah, bats. correct I, I think it's fine uh until some kid you know posts a picture on youtube or something that he you know uh you know uh the teacher slapped him with the bat or something right. then you got to worry about when the teachers aren't in the room the kids are going to use the bats to play around or whatever so I, I don't know i went to nra annual meeting in louisville kentucky a few years ago and the NRA gave out commemorative mini-bats in Louisville. And they had big signs that you, know, you shipped them home because you couldn't carry them on or put them in your checked bags. And when Jimmy and I left the airport in Louisville, there was literally like 15 huge boxes overflowing with the NRA bats because everybody was trying to carry them on the flight. <laughs> I, you just you know you talk about how do you get people to follow laws well right. there's your perfect example yeah, right exactly there right. Like you're not getting this on the plane but I'm going to try Yeah right
1: You know, I'm going to try I'm going to be different
2: Yeah I really hate air travel by the way I just wanted to get that out there. You used there. to like air travel how come you I I travel? love air travel I hate people
1: Well that yeah and there okay. are people on planes
2: I there, there's other people on the planes which really piss me off you know I got this sad story that broke up from Ammo Land. Uh, you might have seen it. Uh, early Monday morning, a North Carolina gun Man, range. It's terrible. Triad Active Shooters Club, TASC, outside Greensboro, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, lost multiple structured and covered firing ports in an apparent case of sophisticated and deliberate arson carried out by numerous unknown perpetrators. The fire started at 4.30 in the morning, all right? They believed there was more than one arsonist involved, Uh, Well, there
1: had to be, right? I mean, because all the benches were stacked up, and it takes at least two people to stack up the benches. And then they said there were like five gallons of gasoline.
2: Twenty-five one-gallon containers of gasoline. (sighs)
1: So you know this is
2: a group. They burnt it to the ground, okay? They burnt everything to the ground. The only thing that's standing is the concrete floor under. The shooting ports. So, this is the level of craziness we're getting yeah. now. You know, the NRA is a terrorist organization, but Antifa isn't.
1: Yeah, you notice how uh, most of the terrorism that ever happens always comes from the left. It doesn't come from the right.
2: Always, always. So, Dan Roberts wrote this, by the way, who is uh, Cheyenne uh, Roberts' father. Um, which uh, great article that he wrote for AmmoLand. But this is this is the level of hate and anger right we're getting to right. now where people you know like kids getting thrown out of school and parents freaking out and uh, you I know tell you,
1: this is this is different yes yeah. oh no different. it's
2: it's yeah. different yeah, yeah. And, and I can feel it you know and we're I'll not be uh, this one I'm going to Europe in a, in a week or two and then when I get back Jimmy and I are going to be in Dallas from Wednesday till Sunday uh, for the NRA annual meetings I'm expecting trouble Yeah, You know, between protesters and uh, boycotts and shutdowns and everything. Well,
1: the money's being funded there. You know, it was kind of interesting. I was having a conversation with someone the other day about, I I didn't even know this because it didn't, uh, you know, and I work a a lot with the media, and I didn't see anything about this. There was some uh, kid, did you you hear the story where uh, a school teacher in California uh, Mm. had said uh, to her uh, school principal, uh, you know, after they did the walkout for 17 minutes, she said, what would happen if um, someone wanted to organize a walkout for um, pro-life, uh, something for pro-life? No. Well, they put her on suspension, and then there was a big outcry because she was, all she was doing is asking the question. Uh, so, How dare of, she? How dare she? So one of the students um, said, I'm going to organize something. So the student actually did. They organized this pro-life walkout, uh, apparently 1,200 schools across the country, and it happened just this week. You didn't hear anything about it in the news, right? No, no. not a word. And what's interesting to me is everything was pasted on national news. The, the 24-hour news coverage of this the David Hogg idiot, um, uh, Trianglehead, uh, running around. Rachel Maddow's son. Yeah right exactly perfect. Uh, She's his father. Yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you notice the difference in money. Um, oh it, yeah. That thing in um, Florida should have been a local news story, as was this thing here. It, it was it, the only representation of this walkout for you know for seventeen minutes for the pro life thing was in the local little newspapers around the country. Never made national news. Correct. So what's the difference? Soros money. Soros money, Bloomberg money, and like we said when this happened, this is going to be very different and uh we have to be very very aware of this because this is this is the one that's got legs because now you have teenagers who are useful idiots. Yes. As, you know, as uh, I was saying this
2: the other day, think back to when you were junior or senior in high school. How involved were you politically yeah, with the world, Exactly with U.S. Uh, politics, national politics, gun policy, abortion, or anything? Seriously?
1: None. Zero. 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 <clears throat> but if there was a walkout, you and I would have went, just course, so we could cut school. Of course. But it. we
2: were not involved. You know, going back to going to the Reagan Museum, the first election I voted in was 1980. I, I graduated high school in 79. And I voted for Reagan. It was my first election. I felt I had a patriotic duty to to do it. Uh, And uh, to be honest with you, I didn't know shit. All I knew was from, like, watching the news was we, interest rates were high. I was out of high school. I was trying to go to college. We couldn't, yeah, we you know, could we, get jobs. harder, and terrible. we had the hostage crisis, and this guy Reagan came out saying he was going to change things. But to be honest, I didn't appreciate Reagan until 20 years later yeah, when exactly. I became a functioning adult with, a, yeah. with, with responsibilities and real estate and taxes, taxes. and stuff, you yeah, know? Right. So we're trying to let these kids, and CNN is, you know, letting them do it, the mainstream media. Of course. I mean,
1: because it fits their agenda. All right, we'll come Mm. in. For many
2: people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. And this segment is brought to you by Gunsitters. Gunsitters Gunsitters.com and their military division, Weapons Guard. Route 10 east in Whippany in the Pine Plaza. They have a a, a location in uh, eastern PA, one in Salisbury, Maryland, opening up soon, and one in Hawaii, opening up soon. Great place for temporary and long-term storage for your firearms so you don't get into a jam like other people I know personally. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: you don't want to get into that, you,
1: Or if you have a 11-round magazine somewhere.
2: Yes, and don't drop your magazines off at their doorstep anymore. No, no they, more. They have cameras no, set just up send now. Send them
1: directly to us.
2: We will find yes, you right. and get your magazines. You can just send your magazines here. We're going to talk about Trenton a little later. I want to fire everybody up. So uh, last week also was uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day. And you want to talk about indoctrination. April 12th was Holocaust Remembrance Day. Six million Jews and six million other undesirables. I used air quotes.
1: But no uh, no little doodle on Google
2: about No that. little do- yeah. doodle on Google. Mainstream media didn't say anything. Nothing. I get yeah. this off Twitter feed. And uh, a survey was done. <laughs> Only 41% of the millennials today even know what know. the Holocaust was.
1: Right. And even less know what Auschwitz was.
2: Yes. I mean, because why? We're teaching them. This is a gingerbread doll. It can have a penis. It can have a vagina. It can have a button. It can be an oak tree. It can have this. It can be a fish. It can be an animal, a reptile, a vegetable. Right. Uh, And in science
1: class, science is not science. We're science deniers if we say that (laughs) global warming, that the same people who can't predict tomorrow's weather, are telling me what is going to happen in 100 years, and I'm supposed to believe them, but I'm a science denier. And, uh, you know, the last time, I might have slept through that part of med school, but there was certain genes that went together. One made male, one made female, and, oh, I don't know, different combinations. There was
2: 7,000 polar bears tagged when Al Gore said that Global Warning was going to kill the polar bears, there's 30,000 now. <laughs> yeah. So um, I
1: guess the polar bears didn't get the memo.
2: You, you know, this is what bothers me. I know everybody has their feelings. You're progressive. You're conservative. You're, you're whatever. But I watched a little bit of the hearings for Mike Pompeo, who's a career politician, was in the House or Senate, and then he had a couple of cabinet posts with Trump, and now he's going to take uh, Rex Tillerson's job as Secretary of State. And people were asking him his questions on Russia, foreign inter, interjection, and, 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 and all kinds of stuff. And the closet cape crusader got up. You know the one that likes to yell, mm-hmm. yeah. like he did with Kristen Gillibrand, running into and
1: stuff. burning buildings. He, yeah,
2: yeah, it was the closet cape crusader is Cory Booker, and he was yelling, and he wouldn't let Pompeo finish his sentences when he asked him a question. He just kept answering over and over again. But all he cared about was what Pompeo's views were on gay marriage. <laughs> And basically, what this the hell
1: is, does that have to do with Secretary of State? Okay, he spent 20 minutes
2: questioning Mike Pompeo on the left's favorite topic sexual identity politics. Keeping America safe is a joke to these progressives, yeah, all right? Yeah, so they so. have a simple priority attack patriotic Americans and insinuate bigotry. Here's the newsflash for all of you they're the bigots. Yeah. They're the bigots. Yeah. Okay? Well, I, th- I tell Gary, Gary, we need three more RSOs. I don't say, Gary, we need three new black, three new white, three new female. Three new- I need three competent people. I don't right. give a shit what they are right. this is and i don't care what their sexual preference is. i joke about the genders the day i posted on facebook i saw 61 of the 84 genders in california six people unfriended me That's on sad. facebook i mean i mean That's really totally it's a joke
1: well, yeah what, what, what have we lost our sense of humor the whole world is upside down yep and if we can't make fun of absolute ridiculousness and have it be funny anymore then we've lost everything I don't care what people do. I don't care what right. you identify as. Exactly. I want to joke about it. Right. I joke about people with big nose.
2: I joke about fat people. I joke about skinny people. I joke about people that wear toupees. Right. I well,
1: joke what's a- not to joke about people who wear toupees? Well,
2: see, just in general, though, right. anything that you can find humor in, it's I live in a stressful world. I have a stressful right. business. I like to joke and liven things up. All right, and dark humor
1: is the best humor.
2: I busted Rob, Rob Bermudez about the cigar the day of the rally, and then I busted him on the radio show. You know, he didn't take offense to that. No. I, I'm. It, it's just amazing. But the left, if it's not their narrative, if it's not their agenda,
1: they're all uh, today. The entire millennial generation is waiting to be offended. It's what their hobby is. Because it's, sad. it's so damn cushy in this country, uh, correct. Been, everybody's been fat raised and happy. Absolutely, yes. but that's going to change. You know, you've oh, got. Oh yeah. I, I take a look at the economic horizons, and I see something happening. You know, I like to look back at patterns of things. Yeah, you know, I guess epidemiologists like shit like that. But one of the things that I noticed was the mass exodus of Republicans coming out of of Congress now. Right. When was the last time that that happened? 1930. When was the height of the, quote, Great Depression? 1929. Well, that's when it started. The height was in 1933. Okay? So those clowns who left in 1930 1930 knew something. Ah, okay. Basically, the same thing is going on here. These guys got fat and happy. They got theirs. They're going to leave now. You got... um, you got this idiot Ryan who's going to come out. Uh, he he sees the writing on the wall. He knows they're going to lose the house. They're probably going to lose the Senate, and he's going to leave now as speaker because that gets him a good five ten million a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, work he just, all he's got to do is come out, walk down to K Street, and he's got a job. Correct. They're all multimillionaires. They've all got. They've all built the system for everything. Animal got. farm. But what's exactly? But what's going to happen in a couple of years? Who knows. You know, if if uh, I hope to God that is not a repeat of what it what it is, but if the world comes crashing down, you know we're on the verge of of, of war, nuclear war with Russia. Yes. And CNN over what? Yeah, exactly over what? And we they should, want us to go to war. Absolutely, absolutely. CNN Why, is it's talking good for about a big uh, business. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. I mean. Eisenhower said it, right? That beware of the military-industrial complex. Yes. And we have fallen right into it. That is big business. You see it on both sides of the aisle. Uh, you've, got the, you've got progressives now who have uh, invaded every aspect. Look at what's going on in Vermont.
2: Oh, you know, I could talk about that right now vermont's republican governor for you people sandy's been saying for how long what happens in new jersey doesn't stay right, in new yeah. jersey and for all you people facebook commanders have, oh i'm moving i'm moving to florida what happened to florida right. after parkland huh right. i'm going to move to vermont uh, nappen's fighting a slew of gun laws in new hampshire right now new that hampshire. just came out this is vermont this is the republican governor Of Vermont, okay? Governor Phil Scott signed the bills into law. Supporters shouted thank you, while many wearing hunting arms shouted traitor and booed the governor. Scott, who is a gun owner, had urged the legislation to pass gun restrictions. You know how this is
1: AP, and they're saying they have to let everybody know that Scott is a gun owner.
2: Correct, correct.
1: Shows so Mike new, Bloomberg.
2: Yes, Virginia's new laws are mild by some standards. They are part of a trend of states passing gun restrictions prompted by a Florida mass shooting. All right, there have been a movement in a number of states, and ver- this, but Vermont is significant because Vermont is traditionally such a strong gun rights state and has not moved in this direction for. Ages for ages, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think
1: forever. You've got and look at what you just came off of. You came off of Bernie friggin' Sanders, a self-professed socialist. Yep. Who was pro-gun? So what happens in New
2: Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey. So move, but eventually it's going to catch up to you. That's right. Vermont had no carry permit. Over 21, you can carry concealed.
1: Now you can't buy a gun, bitches. the two most precious things you can give someone. No cell phones, no video games, no electronic devices, no interruptions. Just your favorite gun, a couple boxes of ammo, and time spent together. The folks at Gun For Hire Woodland Park Range believe there's no time like the present, and no present like time. Step through their doors and you'll feel time stand still. It may look like a luxury shooting range, but what they really sell is the perfect day. And perfect memories are made from perfect days. Gun for Hire Woodland Park Range. Where family memories begin.
0: They said it wouldn't last. That was just wishful thinking. Guns for Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Seven years running.
2: And this segment is brought to you by County Line Firearms. County Line Firearms NJ. CountyLineFirearmsNJ.com. Stop in and see Carlos, and uh, tell them we said hi. They're on Route 10 in East Hanover, across from the Best Buy. Also, remember, Mark Cheeseman is funding his own carry case, and it's uh, GoFundMe.com forward slash restore dash Carry Dash uh, and Jay support those who support us. Uh, we'd like to get that case uh, funded up so Mark can continue to move it along. The ANJRPC case is continuing to move along. Also, our Attorney General has asked uh, the uh, the judge to throw the case out. By the way, the ANJRPC case, oh, course, case yeah. which we figured already. So, uh, what's
1: this guy's name? The Attorney General, um, new guy.
2: He's been here to shoot, by the way. He has. Yeah, he's been here to shoot years ago. Yeah, yeah, I have him in the system.
1: So he's a gun owner too. Ah, yes, and uh,
2: yeah, and also we have uh, May eighteenth, the mystery guest, politician, Mm. reconfirmed. That's good. After rescheduling, so I won't say who it is, but May eighteenth, we'll be taping it, so it'll come out on the twentieth, because that's when I could get that person here. So, again, what happens in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey. But also, while I was in sunny Florida, I start getting all the alerts. New Jersey Governor Murphy signs order to publish a shame list of traced guns. Yeah. Okay. Let's blame the gun. Executive Order 21 at the Asbury Park Middle School. Murphy held... <laughs> <is>
1: surrounded <laughs> by state troopers. Yes. Because you don't walk in Asbury Park to any place, no. including a middle school, without no. armed guards.
2: So Murphy, holding uh, holding, um, holding the state, said the state has had 500 gun deaths since 2016 uh, and said that this data dump will allow residents to see how gun violence impacts their communities and gain a fuller under- understanding of how firearms are trafficked. I would like to see how many of these guns were uh, owned and possessed by law-abiding citizens. Amen.
1: Or, or okay, how I- many of these, you know, how they distort the facts how many of these guns were actually turned in at the quote gun buyback programs that they said that were used in crime correct the thing i found interesting in that was the fact that the average eight what do they call it from something to crime i forget what they what they refer to it as from the time that the gun is manufactured all the time it's used in crime they have a, a fancy little phrase for it but The average. gestation period? Gestation period. The average is somewhere around seven years in the the nation. This is double that. So, how many of these guns have been sitting in somebody, some old lady's closet that were brought in there? And now, somewhere buried in that article, they say, um, oh, uh, most of these weren't actually used in crimes. Ah. So, isn't it nice how we um, inflate the numbers just for our own purpose? you
2: know uh his name is uh gerber g u r b i r gerber gruel g r e w a l he's a sheikh oh, indian okay. by uh descent and he was also the mayor of uh, fort lee And okay, be- he's a lawyer before he me, became yeah, okay. a uh before he became the attorney general so uh uh he's not a bad guy mm. i'm gonna be quite honest with you i've spoken with him a few times and uh Uh, But obviously he has to carry the Democratic Party line. And And
1: and he can't be any worse than what we've had under Christie. Correct. And if he's working
2: for uh, if he's working for Murphy, he has to be because Murphy is a rich socialist. And, you know, uh, Murphy just signed another thing. You know, we're going to be funding uh, illegals are going to get free college education. It's it's the same as in California. Hey, You
1: want to go back to community college for free?
2: Just become an illegal.
1: Yeah, they won't let us in.
2: Yeah, no, just becoming illegal. But so Murphy, they're going to, this is a big thing. This was executive order number 21, and, you know, he had the, the attorney general there and he had the state police
1: superintendent. It's some hack okay. from the ATF who is now working for the moms against something or other.
2: There, I got a feeling they're not going to like what this data looks like, and then it's going to silently, yeah, go, silently away. go away. Silently go away. Okay, because yeah. I want to see how many guns were used and possessed by legal gun owners. Right, that they keep passing these laws for. So right. I think right. this will backfire. So it's supposed to be a monthly and quarterly publication of data on gun crimes and the source states of firearms recovered by authorities. I just hope they have a column if it was committed by the actual legal gun owner. They probably won't because they won't like the no. way it looks.
1: Yeah, and they you know, they just want to blame every other um, free state for their problems here in New Jersey. Correct,
2: over and over and over again. So now I'll be done in. Trenton. Scott Bach will be down in Trenton. I'm sure Mark Cheeseman and a few other people will be down. This is round two. Now it's the Senate hearing. The Senate committee is going to hear this uh, anti- gun bill packages, and the first one is uh, uh, S-102, it's a magazine ban, de facto gun ban, it will criminalize possession of magazines that can hold more than 10 rounds of ammo, it will turn 1 million law-abiding citizens into criminals with a stroke of a pen. We're unknown, what, we, don't, we don't know if the Senate, of the Assembly Amendment exempting permanently blocked block magazines will be adopted, we don't, we don't know yet, all right? People are emailing and calling, and they're calling the range too, and asking where they turn them in. Or what. you got to wait because after it goes through uh, the Senate committee, then it has to go for a full Senate vote. Then the Senate bill and the House bill are ratified together. Then it goes to the governor's desk. Why to be is signed.
1: everybody so willing to just roll over instantly?
2: Because it's the sheep mentality we have. It's We've been beat up so bad, everybody just submits. That's terrible. It, it really is. It, it is horrible.
1: And that's why this is happening. Correct. It's happening right around us. We're losing our country bit by bit by bit because of apathy.
2: Apathy. Yeah. Uh, it's all Stockholm syndrome. Yes. We've been yeah. beat up by yeah. the left and the media and the politicians right. so long. I'm going to have a good speech on Monday. I'm going to have a strong one, something that's probably indictable. Uh, I don't <laughs> care. The next bill is Let's S. Let's
1: go down that road again.
2: Sorry. I'm almost done, too. <laughs> yeah. S-2259, no notice suspension of gun rights, unconstitutional suspension of Second Amendment rights, and seizure of firearms with no due process in advance, based on unchallenged allegations, fails to penalize those who abuse the process and fabricate allegations. Boy, I could talk about this, man. Mm -hmm. Um, The next one, S-160, allows suspension of gun rights by unaccountable health professionals. It can be anybody that will forfeit, forfeit, you have to forfeit your guns and go through a slow cumbersome run into the court process not suitable for true emergencies. A nurse or a dentist. Yeah. Okay? Right. You know, you could be at the dentist joking. Dentist, oh, do you shoot guns? Yeah, I got guns. One day I was going to put one in my head. By the way, you know, joke around. You're done. Done. They call it, you're done. All right? Yeah. All right? I was thinking about using it to kill my wife or something. You know, people joke around. Sure. You know? Yeah. The next one, S2376, this is the one A.N.J.R.P.C., Scott, Dan Schmutter, and and worked so long where they changed a couple of words on justifiable need and a carry permit. Now they're going to reverse the statute back and make it so that the 1,200 people that have carry permits in New Jersey will stay the 1,200 people that have carry permits you know, in and New I, Jersey. I've got
1: an issue with that, too, because it's always these stupid executive orders, and they know it's, just, it's political kabuki theater. Where, you know, oh, we're doing something. Uh, he didn't do anything, Christy. He signed an executive order that he knew was going to be overturned. Correct. To he did it right at the end was... of his eight-year
2: term, exactly. too. Exactly.
1: You know, so wh- where were you in the beginning of it? He he was so anti gun Because he
2: wanted to have presidential aspirations. Yeah, Right. The next one is S2245. It bans ammo that is already banned federally. Because in New Jersey, we like to ban everything <laughs> twice. twice. Twice is nice. Bump stocks we banned twice. Now we're going to ban, you know, um, armor-piercing ammo, let's Again. say. Yep. Yeah, it's a complete waste of legislative resources and squanders an opportunity to severely punish criminals' misuse of all ammunition, not just one class of right. ammunition. Yeah, it's,
1: it's like if, if, you, uh, if it's a hate crime, it's even
2: worse. So okay. because we do everything twice in New Jersey, Senate Bill 2374, background checks on sales that already require background checks. <laughs> Mandates background checks on private sales of firearms that already require background checks under state law. Redundant with existing law, makes no one safer, criminals will ignore, changes nothing. A complete waste of legislative resources.
1: Uh- Everything that happens in Trenton is a complete waste of legislative resources, resources. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, but they sit up there. They sit about two feet higher than us. Oh, of course. They have armed state troopers surrounding oh, yes, them. Yes, of course. They keep us in the bullpen all day, so our blood sugar goes down. I've discussed this before. It, they're supposed to be public servants, right? They're yeah. not. They're public masters. And I called them that the last time, and I'll right. call them that again. Right. They don't want to hear it, but the truth is out there. Just like you said with Paul Ryan, how come all of our politicians are millionaires? Right. You know, they it's go like, in paupers yeah. and come
1: out millionaires, and they only make $100,000 a yeah. year.
2: 3% of the U.S. population are millionaires. Over 50% of Congress, the 535, mm. are millionaires. Right.
1: How did that happen? Yeah. And the rest of them will become... Oh, is, yeah. They're just because they they're, they're, they're junior. That's yeah, why. They, right.
2: they haven't worked their way up the right. system yet. Exactly. But they will. So, so this is what's going on on Monday. Now, I can assure you all six of those will pass. And then it will go to the full assembly vote while I'm in Europe or while I'm in Dallas. And And then the governor will sign them. And then ANGRPC and NRA are going to stage lawsuits. So you people out there, especially you armchair commanders that didn't get up to vote or didn't go to our rallies or didn't go to make your voices heard – Get ready to donate money. Or 10, voted 15. for this asshole oh. because
1: you're a cop or a teacher or a fireman, and he was going to help your pensions, and that's not going to work out too well because we're broke as the state.
2: Yes. $10, uh, $15, $20, ANJRPC. You're going to go on their website. They're going to need money. We're going to need money. I'm the executive vice president. I'm going to tell you now, the lawsuits ain't cheap. We're going to file. Hopefully, Scott will get a restraining order so the 180-day turn-in
1: won't start. Right. On your mags. You know, as it turns out, one out of every three of us is caring for an aging parent. And if you're one of us, I don't have to tell you how difficult that can be. And until now, good, sound advice that you could really trust was few and far between. The show is called Parents Are Hard to Raise. And every week, it's jam-packed with expert advice and some pretty cool tips and tricks that'll help you and your parents grow older together without losing your minds. It's free expert elder care advice with a Jersey attitude. Parents are Hard to Raise, available on iTunes, Google Play, and live every Tuesday at noon on iHeartRadio. And for the technically challenged and you cheap old bastards without smartphones, available at parentsarehardtorais.org. Crack it up.
2: And our old friend, John Willett, will be coming on the show probably in May or June because the next New Jersey Safe Conference. He's N-J- half our age. You know. I know. Yeah. Don't tell me that. Right. Njsafecon.net. It's going to be September twenty second, two thousand eighteen, from nine a.m. till five p.m. at the Cumberland County College in Vineland. That's where we had it the first year. It's an excellent location, yeah, really by nice the place. way. Very so nice. it, it's a it's a hall, but guess what? There's a Chick Fil A on the highway right outside of it, and they're only <laughs> closed on Sundays. For uh, for you people that don't know, we don't we have like two Chick Fil A's north of the Driscoll Bridge in New Jersey. That's home. we we have we, have, we have one oh, in Bergen, have a Bergen in Paramus Park Mall or Garden State Plaza there, right, and there's There's one in Teterboro. Oh, and then there's one in Union on Route 22. There's three that I know of. All right? They're slowly getting here. Uh, And me likes Chick-fil-A. Yeah, Chick-fil-A is good. So uh, njsafecon.net, if you need to contact John, it's john at njsafecon.net. Again, donate, sponsor, come down. I gave John an idea this year. He's mulling it over where I think all the sponsors should go up and make a quick presentation. You know, like you had Roger from Clearly oh, Water and yeah, Laszlo right. from Monster Coatings right, and stuff. Right. You know, people stopped at their booths and talked to them. But why not have them come up for a sure, second? Right. Whether it's a slide or two or just hold their product up and say, listen, this is what I do. I'm pro on, I'm down here supporting you guys. I like to put a personal yes, face on it absolutely. like that. Absolutely. Sure. So, that's a great yeah, idea. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. So, you know, Mike Candido and and Laszlo and everybody else, John that that uh, that, uh, that sponsored it. Keep your eyes and ears and nose open. Uh, NJ SafeCon is coming September 22nd. It's going to be huge. Uh, Gene Rossi wrote, he wrote, and FYI, I just pissed myself when your comments about Phil Murphy's teeth came on. I had to go change my underwear. I laughed so hard. Gene Rossi. (laughs) Yeah, he can eat an apple through a chain-link fence.
1: So anyway,
2: Uh, Steve, uh, Steve, Greenstein, Esquire, he wrote, I thought the rally went well despite the Assembly vote. If the amended Assembly mag bill passed yesterday is not altered in the Senate and signed by Murphy, here are my comments. As worded, the firearm registration option is illogical. If you purchase your handgun in state and it was transferred here to you or resold on an NJ handgun purchase permit to a third party, they already have the owner. We know that, Steve. Scott said that, too. <laughs> How idiotic is this, uh-huh. all right? And he said if you acquired a long gun out of state, which was for, transferred out of state by an FFL, and then brought into New Jersey, the feds would have all the info they could share with the state. That's right. The same would not be true if you acquired a privately out of state and brought it into New Jersey. A $50 firearms registration fee is too high as in a further screw job, putting aside for a moment the fact that you are paying for the right to use a firearm you already own with a 15 rounder as well as many possible legal arguments against 10 rounders being advanced in California. No reason you couldn't have one form for multiple firearms and pay one fee, other than the fact that the state wants to screw everyone. Right. And then Steve wrote, and he's a lawyer here is the part that is a hidden trap. It also appears that heirs cannot re register if you registered, and heirs have to get rid of the registered firearms within 90 days as a penalty or move them to a free state. Indirectly, this forces existing users to switch to 10-rounders now if you have heirs, which we you, you, we all will, by the way. You can't have their heirs before you are dead. Otherwise, if you opt for the registration option, a bad idea since this is clearly a prelude to confiscation. Agreed. You have screwed your potential heirs who have 90 days to get rid of the firearms unless they are removed from the state. So in actuality, there really is no real 15-round firearm registration exception. He's absolutely right. They want to get rid of the guns. Yeah. They don't want you to be able right. to leave them to your family. Right. Less guns. There's 300 million guns. Let's figure out a way we can legislate 100 million out of existence. That's right. That's what they're looking for. That's all for. you have
1: to do. You don't need to uh, enact one vote or make one piece of legislation or anything else. All you have to do is do by executive order. Correct. Uh, that was uh, Cass Sunstein. Nudge.
2: Nudge uh... ANGRPC issued a statement on school security to joint hearing of senate and assembly education committees because they had a committee me- meeting on uh, school safety and they're following the directive scott bach compiled this and you know the the association of new jersey rifle, rifle and pistol clubs represents new jersey one million law-abiding firearm owner, owners and urges the legislation to immediately take the strongest possible action to protect our children in the school setting to prevent unauthorized persons from gaining entrance to school grounds, and to provide for preparedness necessary to stop an attack in progress in the shortest possible time. So, number one, immediately perform a confidential analysis in cooperation with law enforcement and other professionals of every school located in New Jersey, to assess both general vulnerabilities applicable to all schools, as well as unique vulnerabilities specific to individual schools. The National School Shield Program has developed best practices in this area and also offers assistant grants. The legislator should dedicate any and all resources necessary to keeping our children safe. Well, the NRA sponsors the National School Shield, so New Jersey's not going to touch it, just like Eddie Eagle. All right? Right, exactly. Immediately develop a fund... Uh, DEVELOP, FUND, AND IMPLEMENT A PLAN TO ADDRESS ANY AND ALL VULNERABILITIES IDENTIFIED IN THE CONFIDENTIAL ANALYSIS RECOMMENDED ABOVE. AGAIN, THE NATIONAL SCHOOL SHIELD PROGRAM ABLE TO PROVIDE ASSISTANCE. Immediately mandate that there is a single point of entry in every school and that point of entry be appropriately staffed at all times to prevent unauthorized persons from gaining access. Immediately take steps to harden every classroom to make it impenetrable. And part of the school security plan is for students students to shelter in place in the event of attack rather than escaping or dispersing. Then classrooms must be made impenetrable so that intended victims are shielded from an attacker rather than made more vulnerable by group assemblage. Okay. Uh, immediately mandate the presence of law enforcement or armed security at every school during classroom hours. Every school must have the capability of immediately stopping an attack in progress. The failure to install that capability of every school ensures endless loss of life in an emergency. Legislative proposals banning or restricting specific types of firearms hardware will be ignored by criminals and madmen and accordingly will not make our schools safer." The specific capability to stop an attack in progress needs to exist in every school, ready for immediate deployment. Legislators are protected by armed security, and so are banks and celebrities. Our children deserve no less, and no cost is too high to keep them safe. Last, immediately allow qualified, trained, and vetted school administrators and teachers, if they so desire... To have the ability to immediately stop an attack in progress. Not with rocks or mini baseball bats, all right? This is talking about training them so that they can have guns, okay? The U.S. Supreme Court has repeatedly held that police owe no legal duty to protect individual citizens from harm. If law enforcement fails to protect, as with the case in Parkland, victims must have the capability of fighting back themselves to stop an attack in progress, all right? This is all good stuff that Scott put out there. Unfortunately, in New Jersey, it's on deaf ears. Gun yeah, control, yeah. gun control, gun control. Absolutely. And the killings are going to continue to go on. The, the progressives are unhinged. And, again, I think it's all for the agenda. The more mass killings there are, the easier it is to, oh, to take our guns. Sure. Right. And you and notice that
1: stuff. all of these school killings are happening by school children. Yes, of yeah, course. There's no
2: mention of that. No, 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 no. Desensitize school children mm-hmm. that are, you know, I saw the same thing in California Sandy. Everywhere you go, the kids all have their own electronic devices Sad. and they're completely detached from the adults on the table who yeah. are also on their electronic devices. Right. I'm guilty of it as well. But, but we don't have kids. There, yeah, there's no more interaction. Right. I used to learn so much. We talked about it earlier with Matt from aunts and uncles and oh, stuff. Yeah, sure. Today, everybody just furrows away and and, and and looks at their electronic brain drain device.
1: Sitting at the same table?
2: Exactly. They're, they're right at exactly. the same table,
1: and it just, it's ridiculous because they don't even interact with one another.
2: Exactly, exactly. So uh, nobody, nobody is... Is interacting and learning and learning responsibility, and it's just going to get worse and worse mm-hmm. as as we progress, and it's it's disheartening. We've that got
1: another, well, we've got about another thirteen years for this we cycle to to Ugh. finally hit its zenith. 13 years, and, and I'll
2: be seventy.
1: And let me tell you something. That's it's going to be a really really rough period because this isn't over yet. No, it hasn't escalated. It hasn't that hit pendulum its peak yet. didn't go all the way to the no. left yet. No.
2: no, 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 no. Imagine if Hillary had won.
1: Oh my god. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know. I I I I don't see I don't recognize my country anymore. Neither do I. Neither do I.
2: Uh it's upside down. Uh you know, listen, I I feel for everybody. My my grandparents came here as immigrants, but when you're giving illegals free housing, free medical, free dental, free, you know, EBT cards, and the law abiding tax paying citizens whose backs have been turned on by our political masters, even like Paul Ryan, he was pushed for the immigration bills of course, and everything. Yeah. You know, uh, it's horrible because the middle class is diminishing. The middle class is a fallacy in this country yeah, right that's now. For sure. You know, you think look at wages and stuff. People are just barely surviving, working two and three jobs, and, and they like
1: that because it keeps us busy, it keeps us tired, it keeps us it keeps us focused while they're just all getting rich and happy. Yeah,
2: and you want to ju- you want to bring millions of people in every year yeah. that don't speak the language and don't have any skills, and then on the other end of the or spectrum, or don't
1: care to learn about our history. Correct. Don't care anything about correct. our history. The, and there, you see them. So that in would be Congress. called an invasion. Yes, it would be called
2: an. Not invasion. Not immigration, an invasion. Yeah, right. They're not migrating; it's an invading they're invading. Force. Yeah. And then we have the H, one B visas that all the high tech companies use mm-hmm. to bring talented people in, yep. because they get them cheaper than hiring American talented right. people. Yes. Silicon Valley, seventy-one percent of the people working there are foreign nationals on H one B visas. Right. Right. Okay. So you're telling me there's
1: Republicans. Yes.
2: You're telling me there's no Americans that can do those jobs. Right. Right. Or learn the jobs. Oh, yeah. There
1: are plenty of Americans, but they don't want to pay them. But they don't want to pay them.
2: All right. So we get squeezed out at the top. We get squeezed out at the lower. You know. And it's funny too because our minority citizens, Spanish, Black, any any other minority, they get hit first. Of course they do. A lot of our uh, democratically run decrepit cities would probably be better. If we didn't have all of this migration that was started by Kennedy and Johnson in 1964. Right. right. To and, be quite and honest with you. they're left
1: to be dead. Correct. And, and yet the people in the cities continually vote for the same people.
2: Sheriff David Clark America. said Democrats care about black votes every four years. Right. They care about black voters every four years. Excuse yeah, me. They right. care about black voters every four years. That's what he said. And so true.
1: You know, I watched a documentary um, on Netflix, uh, Flint. It was absolutely fantastic. The water? I, um, it was just about the entire pl- – okay. it was a, a focus on the entire police department, but the workings of – about how bad the crime is and what the cops are going through and the the resources that they don't have. I watched it because one of my cameramen said, look at the camera work on this, on this documentary, and it was phenomenal. But it, it's worth a watch. I mean, if you've got Netflix – Netflix, it's called Flint? Flint. Yeah. Flint. I'm sorry,
2: Flint Town. Flint Town. Yeah. The, the Democrats, the politicians, Democrats, and a few Republicans sucked
1: the town dry. Oh, yeah. And See, the, the water is undrinkable, yet they're still getting water bills. In
2: correct. Thing. What's killing California is the Democrats have had a super majority for 20 years now in <laughs> the goes, House and Senate. It's Nothing can get passed. Nothing. No. All right, next time I talk to you, I'll be in either Spain or Portugal. I don't know. Uh, but we'll update you. Oh, no, I'll still be here. Still sorry, be here. one more week. May 12th, Urban Pistol 1. May 17th, Gun for Hire, low light, no light. May 19th, Urban Pistol 2. June 3rd, Urban Pistol 3. June 24th, Urban Pistol 4. Get ready for that. What is that? We might draw blood from you before you shoot. Then we have Urban Carbine 1, 2, and 3 in June. Urban Precision Rifle. Shoot out to 1,500 yards. Two-day class. June 9th and 10th and August 18th and 19th check out that class. 1,500 yards. We used the beautiful That's a long sh- way. Yeah, we used the beautiful Shooter's Gauntlet in Pennsylvania.
1: Nice. I'm done. You're done? Yes. All right, well, you can continue the conversation on our Facebook page. Uh, it's, what is it, Facebook page? Gun for Hire? Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio Facebook page. He's dumb. Yeah, I know. He's old. I just had one of those brain farts. Just You're me. like
2: the NRA. Say. You have a MySpace page.
1: <laughs> I have <them>. a <laughs> yeah that's great okay well it looks like you've done it again you've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to gun for Hire radio gun for I radio is a CounterThink think media production the music used in this broadcast was managed by cosmo music llc new york new york under license of broadcast music incorporated i'm sandy barani i'm half of my co-host master trainer anthony calandro and the rest yeah. of the crew here at gun for I radio we do thank you so much for listening uh, we're in for a rough ride, guys. Um, those of you outside of New Jersey, be thankful you're not in New Jersey. Those of you inside of New Jersey, we really got to stop the um, interfighting, fighting would you say? F them all. That's F them all. That's what it is. We got to get together and uh, do whatever we can to sustain whatever rights we still have left back. Okay, guys, we love you. Winston, it's time to wake up and say goodbye to the folks. Winston, 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 Winston. Winston. There he goes. Love you, guys. Slacker.